Hello and welcome to Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. Money Mindset. I think that sounds all right. This podcast is brought to you by the book Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. It's the five-step method to getting money mindset, getting more money into your pocket, more time in your day, and less stress in your life. Get your copy today. You can pick it up on Amazon, in print, Kindle, or Audible version. We also give away some free training with every book bought, which is automating your finances to get more me time, so you have more time to do the things that you love with your with your day. Get your copy today. Welcome to Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. Thanks so much for joining us. Today, we're joined by Rob Smith, who is the founder of Lust for Life Coaching. And today we're going to go through wellness. We're going to go through, he was a former trader and he has built a property empire. So we're going to go through how he's done that and how we can learn from it as well. So thanks so much for joining us, Rob. Pleasure. Good morning, Neil. Uh, thanks so much. So Rob, you're probably the richest guy I know. You own 30 properties. You've made millions trading the commodity markets. The people you who work for you drive Porsches. So what is your secret? Uh, I think my secret has been positive, certainly knowing what your goals were. I knew from a very early age what I wanted. Uh, learning from your mistakes. I've certainly not all been plain sailing. I've made a few mistakes, some big ones, some little ones, but certainly learning from them and investing money wisely as well. I was always very, I tried to separate money that I'd earned from trading. So I wouldn't gamble with my own money that I, I used the trading to do my gambling. And then when I got my bonuses from the trading, I tried to invest that into sensible things, which was the property company in bricks and mortar. I'm going to kind of dig down into how you've done this and how the listener at home can, can learn from it. So stay right to the end because we're going to give away massive amounts of value. So what we're going to focus on health and well-being. So your mindfulness and well, wellness coach, I should say. So there's been a massive rise in people talking about mental health, wellness. Why is it so important today? And why has there been such a big kind of movement towards this wellness? Well, I think probably 10, 15 years ago, everyone started focusing on physical well-being and we all went to the gym a lot more and we all became a lot more healthy. Uh, and the mental side of it, there seemed to be a bit of a lag. But the, the truth is that they both need to be completely in tune with each other. And if they're not, yeah, having one side of it work and the other side not, it's a bit like Batman and Robin. We need them both to be in tune and both to work together. Uh, and I think the pandemic has very much brought into focus the mental health side of things. We've all been trapped in our homes. We've not been able to see our family and friends. All these things that we took for granted have suddenly been taken away from us. Uh, it's all right for you and I at our age, but I think for teenagers and young people who've had a 18 months of, a, of the kind of most important time of their life literally taken away from them. And at the other end of the scale, old people have had 18 months of their lives that they didn't have long left, and that's been taken away from them as well. So I think mental health is, is certainly been brought much more into focus, and that's rightly so. I think the stats are... <clears throat> One in four people in the UK will experience mental health problems. This was pre-pandemic. And out of those people, one in eight will actually go and seek medical help for it. Uh, and to just kind of emphasise a little bit what I said about mental and physical health being in tune, uh, there was a survey, I think it was done in America, but a recent survey that was done with people who exercised for 30 minutes five times a week. And that's moderate exercise, nothing particularly vigorous. 
demonstrated mental health uh, scores twice as much as those who didn't. So that's just the kind of quick example. That's a really good example. I like your analogy of Batman and Robin, how, linking your mental health with your kind of physical health. And I think thinking back to maybe my granddad's age, even going to the gym might have been strange to them just because the jobs they were doing was much more kind of physical labour. They would maybe do, and if they wouldn't drive as much, they wouldn't watch TV as much. So 60, 70 years ago, you wouldn't need to go to the gym, whereas today it's pretty normal to go to the gym. And I think the same is with our mental health. It would be kind of strange thinking back to me in my 20s I would never have thought I would meditate or anything like that and it's quite normal now I speak to a lot of people and even I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I li- listen to a lot of business people and people who have been successful with their lives and a lot of them they all meditate and it's almost become quite normal similar to going to the gym that's quite interesting so yeah maybe explore yeah I mean ex- exactly that Neil I've uh, recently I've been preparing a presentation for, for people and I looked at the list of people who actually admit to meditating these days. And we have got Ronaldo, we've got Messi, we've got Roy Keane, which I found a bit strange. Uh, yeah. We've got, uh, I think, most of the LA Lakers basketball team, uh, Djokovic, uh, Ray Dalio, who's a hedge fund billionaire, a load of other traders and bankers, uh, and basically all professions now, you've got people who are at the top of their sport. Uh, admitting to meditating which as you exactly like you say wouldn't have happened 15 years ago I would never have admitted to it and uh, there was a stigma attached to it but now it's I think the benefits of it have been seen more clearly so what are the benefits if so for me personally I I find I'm can be quite erratic with my thinking I can kind of go off on massive tangents and so for for the one of the benefits I found is definitely my focus so it's about yeah almost training your mind to come back to your breath or, or or focus and with my work especially because I work for myself I don't have a boss kind of telling me what I need to do and I need to be my own boss so yeah me meditating has really helped my focus and it's meant I, I can focus on my work for kind of longer periods that, that I can actually get more done essentially essentially in less time yeah. maybe tell me about more about the, the benefits that you found yeah, of course yeah I mean one of the benefits has been better in control of your own mind. So it's not about trying to suppress thoughts. It's about trying to accept them. Uh, so when you're meditating or when you're starting to train, when you're trying to, trying to stay present, it's not about battling your thoughts. It's just letting your thoughts come, accepting them and letting them go. So it's a technique called noting, basically. So it's a, it's a very simple, simple technique. You'll be concentrating on your breath. A thought will pop into your head most of the time. Uh, and then you just note that thought and then go back to concentrating on your breath. So it helps you to take control of your mind. Uh, it helps you to make clearer decisions when under pressure. I always meditate in the morning and I always feel great after it. So it's a positive start to the day rather than picking up my phone. The first thing, I'll just do a quick five minute meditation. It helps you to become more accepting of things outside of your control. And it helps you to become more present rather than living in the past or trying to think of the next thing in the future, just enjoying the moment kind of thing. So there's some of the obvious benefits that I talked about a lot. Amazing. And no, I 100% agree with you. I think it can really improve your life and how you think about how you think about life and how you think about things. And for the listener at home, you might have tuned in and go, what are these two guys going on about? Like they're talking about meditation, they're talking about being present in the moment. So if anyone um, haven't doesn't know me, and I know Rob, we used to play, uh, Rob Smith, we used to play football together, fine enough. So like, we're pretty much, I would say I'm pretty much an average kind of guy. And we used to play football on a Sunday together and we'd go down the pub and drink beers and watch football and pretty normal. And I, I'm, 
if my 20, 25 year old self would see me now with Rob chatting about meditation, he would never have believed me. So it's become quite normal and it's become kind of the things that I feel comfortable talking about on a podcast, which probably 10 years ago, I wouldn't have talked about it. And yeah, I mean, if I could just interrupt there as well, Neil, I still play football, I still drink beer, I still talk the same rubbish down the pub. Uh, and some of that, I'll be honest, some of my friends are still a bit, not everyone signed up to it yet, but I think a lot more people understand the benefits and are accepting of, of mindfulness and meditation these days than they were when we were 25, for sure. Okay. And, having, yeah. and having names like I, I dropped earlier, uh, promoting it is only going to help, I think. Exactly, exactly. So we're going to talk about your trading later on in the podcast, and we're going to talk about your property later on in the podcast. But I want to kind of focus on coaching. You, you're, yeah. you, um, you're the founder of Lust for Life Coaching, which I, I think the name is great, and it explains everything in a punchy statement. So that's brilliant. So maybe, maybe start. With, why did you start start it up? What did what kind of problems do you solve? And yeah, tell me more about your kind of the moment you thought actually this is this is what I'm going to do and the kind of the naming it as well that's that's yeah sure yeah I mean a lot to cover there so I'll start at the beginning so I left trading uh, I had a midlife gap year or two uh, around traveling around the world which was wonderful and while I was doing that I actually started volunteering in a homeless shelter okay and while I was in the homeless shelter they asked me to do some mentoring stroke coaching of some of the guys there that had been homeless were not homeless anymore uh, and we're looking to get back into work. So it was helping them bridge that next big step. I I did that and I absolutely loved it. And it was then that I decided that coaching stroke mentoring was was where I wanted to, what I wanted to do. It sounds a bit cheesy, but yeah, I wanted to give something back. Uh, so that was that. And then I had to decide where, where I wanted to take it and what I wanted to call it. I wanted the company to represent me and I, I, I love adventure. I love life. I love socializing with my friends. I love football. I love I love feeling alive. I like train spotting uh, the film. So Lust for Life Coaching came out of that. Uh, that's where that came from. And then I needed to decide what direction to take the business in. Uh, so I've I've gone in two directions. I'm I've continued to work with the charity. I'm now working with two charities doing the same thing. And yeah, I've really really thoroughly enjoyed that helping people that have got nowhere else to turn. That's all on a voluntary basis. And then on the other side of it, I want to work with with professionals and with traders and with with people who can benefit from from the fifteen years I spent in the industry. So it's, there's, two, there's two different prongs: the volunteering and then trying to set up a successful business. So if someone's at home thinking, why why get coaching? Why not just do it themselves? Like you can. There's so much information out there at the moment. Why why actually get coaching? So I'm a money coach, so I help people make better decisions with their money. And for me, it's it's giving a formulaic structure to someone who, if you're just wanting someone's going to set out on their own, they might not actually do it themselves. They might actually, it's so easy to put things off until the weekend and then the weekend comes and you go out with your friends and it's having that accountability. So that's, for me, yeah. I think that's quite powerful having that, that coach there with you to kind of encourage you and to kind of actually get those results for you. So that's kind of for me, but yeah, Yes, yeah, so I, I agree with everything you've just said there completely. Uh, so the idea of coaching, so you've got coaching and mentoring, which I've, I've mentioned them both a few times, and the yeah. big difference is that a vanilla coaching will never, ever offer advice to a client, Yeah. whereas a mentor will. Uh, so I'm happy to act in, in either capacity, but the the end goal is kind of the same. It's uh, They're both positive-looking uh, stuff. 
you're they're goal orientated it's not delving around into the past like counseling and therapy it's all forward-looking stuff it's all positive and it's about helping the client to get to their own answers so it's a lot more powerful if a client can come up with the answer themselves most people have those answers somewhere in their head and it's about asking the right questions and working as a partnership to get those answers out of the head and onto paper and then exactly like you said one of the big things is accountability if you quite simply if you know if you promise someone you're going to do something you've given them a deadline and you're much more likely to do it than if you're just procrastinating and putting it off yourself it's about bridging the gap between where you are right now and where you want to be and and breaking that gap down into really manageable small chunks because we all is it's just a kind of symptom of where we are in the world at the moment that we uh, everyone wants everything yesterday everyone sees so much stuff on social media uh so we all overestimate what we can do in the short term and underestimate what we can do in the long term so a coach will help a client to build a proper solid plan to get from a to b and break that down into small manageable chunks uh and so the the acronym that's used is for our goals is smart uh, you want your goals to be specific, measurable, yeah. agreed. So that's agreed between the coach and the and the coachee. Realistic. So I'm 42 years old now. I've said I love football. It's not realistic that I'm going to play for Man United. So you need your goals to be realistic, uh, and you need them to be time phased. So it's also not realistic to say I want to be a billionaire. You need to say, I want to, it's not realistic and you've not got a time on it. So you say, I want to be a billionaire by 2025. And then you would build a plan step by step, week by week on how you're going to get there. Yeah, it's really powerful. There's loads of amazing information there. So, so a couple of points that, that I thought were really great there. So you talk about use of partnerships. So it's not just, you're not just spoon feeding something. The other person actually has to work. The, Absolutely, the, yeah. One, the more kind of they get out of it is the more they put into it so actually it's helping them get to where they want to get to and i think you said that it's a future orientated as well so i think if a coach is actually someone where actually you want to help someone become better you're actually thinking where you want to be in the future and you're actually helping yeah. become that person whereas i see someone like a psychologist or um like a therapist which maybe they've had some trauma in their past maybe they've had some bad times or and essentially a, a therapist will go in and kind of dig out those kind of bad times and help them kind of talk about that and they don't want to repress that kind of all the bad stuff whereas a coach is different they they essentially say right you're actually you, you're okay at the moment but you can you can be better you can be maybe you're a six out of ten at the moment and you it's become turn that six into a nine actually actually you can be a better person by like you say being having goals is so important it's it's, it's i kind of rattle on about the, having goals all the time but it's Talking about football, actually, it's, it's, it's like playing a game of football and not having knowing where you're going to score. Like, um, it's a bit um, having that goal is in mind. It's so so important. So, yeah, that's... You, you summed that up absolutely perfectly, the difference in between coaching and, and therapy, etc. It's, it's taking where you are right now and looking where you want to be. Whereas, as you said, therapy is something's gone wrong in the past and it's trying to get you to move on from that counseling is something that's going on going wrong right now marriage guidance counseling been the best example and yeah. you try and find out where the problems are but like you said there's not necessarily a problem you're a six you want to get to a nine and then you work out a plan between you on how you'd make that how you bridge that gap okay amazing so if someone wants to go to maybe give us some more information where can they 
any good resources that someone would go to obviously go you can contact your website you can go to um yes you can I mean, there's, offer. There's, there's so many solutions on offer uh the three main pillars that i guess uh exercise nutrition and sleep and just okay, like yes. with mental and physical health you need to get all of those things right there's so there's so many books there's so much stuff on the internet but what i found and this has made me really believe in what i'm trying to do is that no matter who's written the book no matter where it's come from there's consistent themes that run throughout the whole whole thing there might be slight variations on what people would advise you to do etc but the themes are fairly constant you need seven to nine hours sleep per day you need five a day of your vegetables as a minimum you need two liters of water there's common sense things like that and then if you take it down a level you've got your meditation you've got your mindfulness there's not staring at your phone for 10 hours a day looking at social media there's yeah. doing bits of exercise and again there's no one size fits all it's working out what works for you and working out your own plan we're not all we're not all runners we've not all we're not all swimmers we're not all footballers some people might prefer one-on-one -on -one sports like tennis or squash other people might prefer yoga people might prefer walking it's about working out what's right for you uh same thing you might be you might be sat next to someone at work who really wants to put on muscle so they're eating certain things but you want to lose weight so it's just working out what you want first and then doing the research about how to get there and that's where a coach can help you partner ask you the right questions if you want a mentor they can give you some advice that's a great insight into coaching and kind of meditation this and and we talked a lot of stuff here with your coaching how can someone listening at home how would they be able to contact you on your website the lust for life website talk more about that or the process you take with uh, clients from kind of contacting you to kind of becoming better with their with their wellness yeah cool so it's www.lustforlifecoaching.uk.co.uk it's rob at lustforlifecoaching.co.uk uh, I'm on LinkedIn, all over it, so you can find me on that. In terms of the process, it's, it's dead simple. So there's a half an hour, no obligation, free chat where I explain a little bit more about what coaching, mentoring is or isn't, the differences we've described with, with counselling and therapy, and just find out what you actually want from coaching to make sure it is a coach or a mentor that you want, to make sure we're a good fit for each other, because we might not. Personalities might not. Uh, might not match up if the rapport's not there then I'd, I'd just say quite simply i think it's probably best you find someone else uh if all of the all of the boxes are ticked and we look like we're a good fit then we form a partnership uh it's normally a block of what was suggested during our, our learning with a block of six sessions is normally about right and the time span for that is a session every two to four weeks but that's completely dependent on the on the client if they want one earlier and great if they they want to leave a bigger gap so obviously it's all about them getting the most for their money uh yeah. oh. that's it really yeah. fantastic so before we go any anything you'd recommend or any kind of influential books that you've re read or any great quotes or something funny that's happened that you've heard recently uh, a book which i absolutely loved was one called shine okay which i which I read when, when things weren't so quite so good in my life. I found that was really quite influential. There's loads and loads of good books out there. Some brilliant ones. A really good uh, podcast that I am listening to at the moment is called The High Performance Podcast. Okay. And that has uh, loads of athletes, businessmen, all kinds of people on there describing what a high performance life is. And there's some great takeouts from that. 
A quote I really, really like, which fits completely with, with coaching and mentoring, is from C.S. Lewis. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. Nice. I like that a lot. Cool. This podcast is brought to you by the book Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. It's the five-step method to getting money mindset, getting more money into your pocket, more time in your day, and less stress in your life. Get your copy today. You can pick it up on Amazon, in print, Kindle, or Audible version. We also give away some free training with every book bought which is automating your finances to get more me time so you have more time to do the things that you love with your with your day get your copy today money mindset i think that sounds alright